<laughs> Welcome to Strange Tales nope. of Outer Cow. Nope. That's <laughs> not <laughs> ever happening again. Go back to old episode. Is that what we're doing right now? Back Ooh. in the good old days when we were shitting our pants trying not to get sued. And now oh, we don't yeah. give a shit. Welcome and to Strange <laughs> Tales from Outer Space, episode 21. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. We didn't hit 10K, but it doesn't matter. We're still bringing oh. another week of podcast goodness. Now Why we do you get, want to bring I'm it out. in on a fucking negative point? Because <laughs> we're about to get better. There, here's our show. We didn't hit our goals. Thanks a lot, asshole. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Doc. I'm the, the negative na- Nancy. <laughs> I just said the same thing. And uh, this week we have with us Indigo. Hey. Krug. Hi, my name is Krug, and I'm going to be making fun of the next person who introduces themselves. Oh, good. This week we have Strange Tales from this week's happening this week. And here, drop three first impressions. Guys, what do you think? <laughs> wow. You guys are assholes. <laughs> it's Baz. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Krug, your dick. Hi, Baz. If ever come on to the show more than once that's willing to take the beating that is called the group. <laughs> yeah, champion. Like see, champion. see, but the difference is I can dish it out just as well as you can. That's Sometimes true. better. It's true. Oh, most of the time oh. better than me. Specifically, I'm very bad at it. I just kind of stumble <laughs> over my words. Well, and this is why people make fun of you because you're self-deprecating. <laughs> that's, that's my job. But <laughs> instead of wasting 25 minutes like last week shooting the shit, let's get right into it. Baz, how was your week this week? Um, good. Uh, my cat died, but that that oh, was that was a little. Uh, little sad. That's all right. He, he's in a better place. But uh, other than that, a uh, good week. Uh, had a lot of um, just really kind of fun stuff happening, um, getting ready for Thanksgiving and all that fun stuff. So anniversary is coming up. It's going to be five years. Nice. So. Oh, oh, congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. Oh. Oh. Wow. Um, got into Heroes of the Storm beta. I've been playing the crap out of that. Are you allowed to say that? Actually, yes, I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> because, sure. because I mean, like, if you if you look at all the other streamers and people talking about it, I I, I think it's okay to talk about now. They did have yeah, a I, tournament though, like two weeks ago. Yeah, the you know BlizzCon tournament, the whole yeah. It's that's it, uh, I'm not gonna get into that, but yeah, it's weird to me. It's it's weird. It, it's weird because they're charging money in a alpha, which I'm just like, no, your game's practically launched. And if you're gonna ask for money, they did it for Hearthstone as well, but that's also standard practice nowadays, and I really don't like it personally. Wait, they were charging yeah. money? I thought that was a free to play game. It, it is a free to play yeah. game, but they're the only way to get about- cards is to spend money. Oh, yeah. microtransaction charging. That yeah, makes sense. But, as long as you keep all the stuff after it goes live, that would... But it's an yep. alpha. Is it, does it, is it still considered an alpha if you're charging money for access to the alpha? Oh, no. semantics. I don't give a crap. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But, uh, yeah, is it all this week? Yeah, That's a, yeah, I mean, honestly, not a lot happened. It's just been kind of a, a pretty slow week for me. I mean, video games. <laughs> <laughs> Krug, how was your week? My week was good. Uh, did a lot of wild star this week, uh, and just love my medic. I love the new viability of the medic yeah, field builds. Oh, oh, yeah, hey. as a new hey, medic. Yes. Hey, crew, bite me. You're stupid. <laughs> that's, Why am I that's stupid? jealousy speaking right that, there. His med, build, your medic is pretty beastly. That me, that build is so fun. I love that build so much. And uh, I tried. Uh, you know, in the uh, PvP market area where you have all those people dueling in that big grassy field in Ilium. Uh, I was over there and I was looking for other medics playing that build so I could play against it and I found one and it was so hard. 
and we like got each other down to super low health and I think I lost and we were talking about it afterwards. We were just like, that was a totally new experience. I have no idea how to counter anything you're doing. And I was like, yeah, I don't either. So let's work on it. And so we just like kept dueling each other over and over again, trying to figure out what to do against a field build. And uh, don't run away is the good option <laughs> because that's the mistake most people make, thinking that really? all these ground target things have uh, no range, but they do have really good range. Uh, and running away from a medic that's using them against you is basically going to get you killed because you're just going to keep taking damage since if you walk into my field and walk out of it again, you're still taking damage. So it's it's a mess. Uh, it's a hard build. I recommend everybody goes and tries to uh, do some 1v1 against it before they hop into PvP because I think a lot of medics are playing it. I've seen it a bunch in PvP. Yeah, so. that's all that's existing. I'm okay with that because that means a new <laughs> kind of mechanic to mess around yeah. with PvP instead of just watching for like cones it's super fun mm -hmm. and if you run with the group in pvp you're you're just tearing up the deeps anyways uh wildstar was great work was fun um going to vegas next weekend whoop, whoop. Uh, oh, this week wait to hear those stories going to vegas this weekend actually uh indigo will probably provide photographic evidence of my silliness so look forward <laughs> to that everyone absolutely uh, <laughs> might, might i suggest that as much as the burger sucked at the cabo wabo the fucking margarita was amazing what's cabo wabo oh the no, we're nope. not going to Cabo gonna... Wabo. We're not. We're not good, even going to get. Don't make my mistake. Don't make my mistake. Don't make my mistake. We're not even. I'm going to take over because it sounded like uh, Krug was pretty much done. I was pretty uh, much. I I on the other hand, uh, ran through Defile. Just fucking, I did as much as I possibly could. I joined a guild. I did Omnicore like five times. I've done the twenty man all the way through. I've done a couple of the twenty mans. I I had a just fucking phenomenal blast in Wildstar. My week was pretty cool. I just came back from Vegas. I had my first experience at an EDM show. Ooh, nice. Yeah. And EDM music is pretty cool. It sounds exactly like Medics. So the first <laughs> thing, and I went to uh, I went to Hakusan. That's the bass drop. It really, when the bass drop, all I thought was Field. Nice. <laughs> which, field which broke. Get really, out. Get out. Exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was the nerd in me going, Am I pulling top DPS right now? <laughs> nope, you're not. You're not pulling top DPS. You know, you're drunk is what that's called. That was amazing, <laughs> by the way. You know, it, it's funny that you mentioned that, Doc, because when I saw X-Men uh, World of Tomorrow, all I could think of was Portal. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Because the the girl with the portal and whatever. Being Daisy whatever. Fast? Yeah, whatever that movie was, like, was called. <laughs> like, how do you not know you're X-Men? Oh. That's Blink. Owned. You know, because help. I don't do X-Men. Oh, that's sad. Know. Anyway, moving on with my week. So went to Vegas. I came in under budget, and I won some money at the, at the machines. I just nice. got pretty drunk. Had fun, though. Uh, uh, more enjoyed your tweets, by the way. And Oh, yeah. We also – oh, my we, we found we found uh, Krug's doppelganger in, inside Hakkasan. <laughs> very nice oh, gentleman. He's, he was very, very welcoming, and he loved Wait, me. I... He loved me very much more than my girlfriend, which we both did thought was hilarious. Okay. Did I see these tweets? Because I don't remember these tweets. All I know is he, we, my girlfriend spotted him. And he's like, is that your co-host? Because I saw pictures of him from when you guys went to Carbine. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know he was here. And dude was dressed to the nines, has hair all permed out pretty much. Yeah. He had a nice little boosty, a little like boutonniere my on. man. And uh, he really enjoyed my company, which I thought was kind of creepy because the first thing I thought it was, this is Krug. Only, no, this is the Krug no, that wants my body. No. Nope, 
No Krugs want your body. If There's you zero want my of body me. And nothing. Nothing that has to do with me. Even Vegas wants your body. So we came back from Vegas. All I heard was was Krug gets perms. That's all I heard. You see this? You see this right here? 100% natural. Oh, got a lot sure of body is. and bounce to it. Look at this curliness. So we come oh. back from Vegas, and uh, I'm just doing show notes for the week, and I'm rolling my medics. I want to make sure my exile medics. I want to make sure I'm, I'm able to get onto both sides for Thanksgiving. And my girlfriend's looking at it. She's going, "Oh, I, this is the game, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, this is the game." I kind of took her through character creation, and she goes, "Well, can I make one?" I'm like, "You want to play or you want to make one?" Because all you could do both if you want to. Just let's do both. And she's a pretty good gamer. She loves fighting games. This is way out of her depth. She's never done an MMO before. And what I basically decided to do is just take her as hands-off as possible. I told her the mm -hmm. mechanics of the game, how to basically move around in a 3D space in an MMO because she doesn't really play platformers. She's a big fighting game fan. That's her forte. Give her a plane. Give her eight directions. Give her the chance to juggle your ass around, and she'll throw you from wall to wall. Yeah, I said that right. And I actually ended up falling asleep at about 11 o'clock last night. And she was still playing. I think she went to bed almost <laughs> near 1 o'clock. She rolled an R and Esper, and she sat there and read every single little bit of lore. And she had, like, yeah. she, her eyes lit up. Wow. And uh, she took her time. She's Luckily, she's already moving past keyboard turning into using the mouse more effectively. She, under, she grasped the combat mechanics super fast. Uh, she's, mainly it was how to, how to maneuver and navigate a 3D space. Other mm -hmm. than that... She, she actually woke me up. She's like, I'm stuck. I can't get out. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's all. I, after I taught her the mechanics, she's like, okay, go away now. Go away now. And she just played. She <laughs> all right, next. Leave me alone, peasant. <laughs> next on your list, get your daughter into the game. That's not hard to do. A lot of colorful features, and she'll be like, you know, she'll, she'll get me killed a lot. Get me killed <laughs> a lot. Which is what we did for League a lot. So she had a lot of fun. She's like, I want to play this game more often now. And so I'm thinking about probably getting... If, if I can get a PC that can work it on, on like low at least, getting her that for Christmas as a starter, and then we can play together and whatnot. But she thoroughly enjoyed it, and she's like, yeah, whenever you're around and you have your PC, I'm probably going to steal it from you and play. Nice. nice. I'm like, oh, I, that's fine. I played her in the week, so I'm good with that. Other than that, I did most of my, my um, drop three stuff, which we'll just transition to in the, the Strange Shells of the week. And we already heard Indigo's impressions of drop three. As for my own, I got through everything but the 20-man content personally. I actually tanked all the black focus quests on a four-man group with my Spellslinger. Nice. That was fucking cool. It had, like, really close calls, but our interrupts were on point. And it was just wicked fun to do. After, I know mm -hmm. I know. Krug and I were actually running through, and we got most of the five-man stuff done by ourselves. There was just there was just one other quest that we actually grouped up with a, a bunch of exiles, or two exiles, that we needed help with. Yeah, it was hilarious. So they were in the process of killing one that we needed, and we were like, let's go tag it. So we run over and tag it. <laughs> and then the Indigo and I and then the two exiles kind of stare at each other for a minute, and <laughs> one of them waves to us. And I was like, oh, they're cool. And then I was like, Hey, you guys want to team up for the rest? And they were like, sure. And I'm like, sweet. And so we ran around the rest of them and just did all of them over again with these exiles. And then at the end, we didn't murder each other. It was the best thing ever. But, <laughs> but Krug did uh, say, all right, thanks, guys. See you later. Stun and then ran away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, yeah, it's, it's funny that you said that they, they waved. Because that's like the universal, yeah. like, I'm not everything's okay in, in, in a video game. It's like, okay, he's an enemy. And as soon as they wave, you're like, okay, 
every, everyone's cool. No, no, no one's going to gank each other. And then I'm like, stun dead. <laughs> I used to, I used to I dance. Gank. I just stunned them for play funsies. And then I sprinted away. And then the best thing is, as we're running away, I'm like, go listen to Strange Tales from Outer Space. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but as for bugs-wise, I mean, I found a few that I reported, but did you guys find any issues with Drop 3 mostly? I have one serious <laughs> issue with Drop 3. And that's the world disconnection on PvP matches. Oh, absolutely, that, that is. I'm. I'm. It's very frustrating because there's two. There's two parts to it. One, you get DC'd. The entire. The entire instance gets DC'd. Oh, you get kicked off. That's problem number one. Problem number two is when you get back on. It's. It views you as a deserter, deserter huh? and you get the the debuff. So it's not like you can just requeue into a PvP match. Oh, we got disconnected. No big deal. Let's go into it. No, it's oh no big deal. Let me get oh son of a bitch, you know. And then you're you're yeah. kind of screwed. So that that's the that's the 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 big issue I had with it. Other than that, I, I haven't seen too many issues. I know there was the gold exploit that happened this week, which we'll talk about a little later. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but I personally haven't seen any bugs other than that one. Uh, and I know I know Baz thought there was a bug, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> why don't you tell us about the thing you thought was a bug, Baz? Oh, you mean the uh, uh, what was it? Scientist. Uh, oh, the the scientist quest that pissed me off. Was it the so, one that killed you? So the, yeah. So yeah, that was that was. I loved it. So Clover, Baz, and I were all on vent and we're playing, and uh, Clover goes. Uh, Clover's like about to fall, go to bed, but she account whispers me. And she's like, oh, I, I'm going to stay up just a little bit longer because I really want to uh, see uh, Baz's frustration with that. Because <laughs> because right before that, we had watched uh, Krug die like 50 times in a row doing really? it. Yeah, he, he died uh, a bunch. That's sad. Shut up. OK, <laughs> Ace the first tried. Just saying. No, you did it. He did uh, not. Did he? Uh, on, on, the, live, on live. On live. Uh, on live. That doesn't count. If you did it in PTR, that counts as a try. How many times did you die in PTR? Once. I he died only once. Died once. He died really? Once. It was, yeah. dude. I know my lore. I know my lore. I and I only <laughs> made the mistake when they ask you if you're a god, and I'm like, so I'll okay. be I'll be humble and say All no. Right, so like, let me let me explain this to anyone that isn't a scientist. Uh, there is a quest in the new area where a the caretaker comes up and asks you lore questions, but the the difference between normal um. Uh, quests along this month is that there's actually a punishment. If you get something wrong, uh, the caretaker just fucking smashes you and Straight kills you. Straight up ganks you. Yeah. yeah. So, it does like 40,000 damage or something. And, and awesome. so I watched I watched Doc do it the first time and die. And, and we he was like, up. oh, it was great. And then I watched Krug do it and Krug died on it felt like every question <laughs> multiple times. Yep. And then I, it was great because I was like, I think the real punishment here is the fact is if there wasn't another person to res you, you would actually have to walk to get there. Like, so I just kept resing him over yeah. and over again. Then uh, Baz was doing it uh, later. And, and yeah, so we're sitting there, me and Clover and Baz are sitting there on vent. Clover uh, whispers me and we're sitting there and she's like, oh, I'm going to stay up just to hear him be frustrated. Then all of a sudden you hear Baz go, oh, that's a bug. I got to report that. <laughs> And, and Game broken. GG. Fuck this. Table flipping. Clover and I just start busting up laughing, and he's like, "What?" And we're like, 
that's that's not a bug. It's supposed to happen. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, Baz's problem is Baz hates reading text. <laughs> reading text so, as opposed to reading like liquid. What are you talking about? So, so, okay, so like as a scientist, the um the main thing is like lore and getting into like the the rich history of Nexus, which is really cool. But the problem is, I don't care. <laughs> and I picked it just just for the the, 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 the past stuff, right? Yeah. The abilities. Yeah, I was like, okay, cool. Group teleport, city that, teleport. That's that's perfect. I contend but, that ninety percent of people that picked scientists picked it for the abilities because yeah. they knew that the cooldown for the Ilium teleport was super long. I picked it for two reasons. One, I like lore, and two, most importantly, robot. Just oh yeah, the robot. The robot's the robot. good. But continue. So the um. All the questions were like based off of the stuff that Baz did not read at all. I was just like, mm-hmm. scan this, scan that, scan this, click this cube, click that cube. Well, oh, cool. There's that thing there. There's that thing there. Cool. I got, you know, free ability points and whatnot. And then it's asking me, you know, like all these questions. And I'm like, crap. I didn't pay attention to this any like, of this stuff. This was like Pappy's, like, just punishment for players that didn't give a, give a fuck. I just imagined him as a caretaker behind the scenes. Personally, Probably. smiting players. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure if the caretaker had asked Baz, what is the rock creature on the exile side of Wildstar, he would have said something like Pikachu. Like, <laughs> do you read any of it, like, at all? Um, Wait, like, the, the, the name of the rock creature, or? Yeah, the name of the rock creature. Oh, I don't know. I just kill it. <laughs> like... I just kill the guy. Who cares what his name is? <laughs> if, if if the quest says kill five rock guys, I go okay. Gather up five rock guys. The kill them. Question is, what the loot does give me first? If not, fuck it. Move on. <laughs> exactly. See, see, you get it. You understand the whole concept. But no, it was funny because I was legitimately getting pissed. And you know, I I I honestly have to give props to Pappy and his team for for kind of sneaking out of there and kind of punishing me for not actually paying attention. Because um, when I first when the game first was released, I like just kind of rushed and kind of skipped a lot of like the really good stuff. So unfortunately, I missed a lot of cool stuff. So I'm starting to go back and like read everything now and go, okay, this is actually really really cool and legit. So um, I'm I'm. I feel bad for skipping it, but I also want to thank you guys for just giving me the answers because I'm a lazy bastard. <laughs> you know what's even better than that quest, and I called it in PTR, was the general frustration and actual communication for the math portion of the challenge. <laughs> and if you, if you don't know what that is, there's a challenge pretty early on in Sonic Plaza where you have to do four parts, and one of the parts involves actual mathematics, like just algebra, basic Wait, algebra. Hold, hold, hold on. Do you do a Sonic challenge to get to Sonic Plaza? Yes, you do. <gasps> Fucking genius, motherfuckers. Oh, Isn't my that? God. Can I just get bone right now? Yes, <sighs> literally. Just like that's the cool. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, we can move on. I apologize. That just fucking. Whew, wow. I- I know we were talking about that in PTR going there. People are going to flip their fucking shit over it because it's just basic exponents and exclamation points and order of operations. Sure enough. Within hours, basic exponents and exclamation points. I don't remember the term. <laughs> Fuck you. Within hours. But I knew how to do it. I, I within hours of drop three happening, I instantly subreddit thread about how to do the challenge. I thought it's not hard. Get a fucking calculator if you can't do the in- two to the second power. Come uh, on, I, it's so easy. I use Google. <laughs> oh my god. You. 
I used Google. Did anyone else have any like major uh, uh, bugs that they saw? I knew that there, like the day of. I knew Doc, you were having problems getting on with the caretaker. Actually, uh, initially for the first few hours, the caretaker was unaccessible when you're doing that scientist path mission. Uh huh. And it happened a few times. To other different NPCs I reported. I'm only happened three times to me. Uh, like nothing, nothing major. People were talking about. I never was in. I never exploited anything, so I, I didn't notice it. Mm-hmm. But even then, when you think about it, Drop 3 wasn't as fraught with issues as other major releases this week. <laughs> I actually had yeah. one pretty uh, distinct problem in Omnicore 1. Um, you know, I hope this doesn't spoil anything. You know when you have to use the little grappling hook to pull? Yes. So that didn't work for me. It, it gives you a little circle, and it's it's basically saying, stand in the circle, use this ability in that direction. And I did that, and it didn't work. And I was like... Why isn't this working? And I tried it a couple times and then I moved out of the circle and I tried it and it worked, but she landed in the circle and I was just like, what? what? And so the next time, because <laughs> I think it asked me to do it twice. And the next time I had to do it, I did it in the circle and it didn't work. And I moved out of the circle again and it worked, but That's she landed weird. in the circle. It was just like, I don't understand what's happening, but I reported it and, and hopefully so, it didn't so happen to anyone else. I have a small rant about Omnicore one that I just want to kind of get Go out for it. there. Right. Um, the I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's a part in Omnicore where you can choose what she does, and one of them is an escort quest. Uh, the first part of my issue was I think uh, Indigo, you're the one that pointed this out to me, is the suit that she got looked just awful. It didn't look cool. It, it, it just it's it, the it's, engineer. It's, it's the, the engineer. Yeah. It, I was yeah. I was just like, okay, well this is stupid. It it doesn't look like it doesn't look Elden. It doesn't look epic. Yeah, it doesn't, um, yeah. And, and then the next part is is why was she tiptoeing through the entire <laughs> escort thing? I, th- I thought I thought <laughs> I was legitimately playing World of Warcraft again. I was just like, are you are you kidding me? And what really really pissed me off is there was one small instance where she ran from the generator to the door in like half a second. I'm like, awesome. She's gonna run now. And then all of a sudden she just starts walking real slow. And I'm just like, mother, <laughs> just come on. And so technically, both that. choices you have are an escort. There's one yeah. way where she's in a suit, one way where she's not. The way where she's not in a suit, as soon as you accomplish the goal, the she sprints to to the next section. While the one where she's in a suit, you accomplish the goal, and then you just sit there. And you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. All right. It was – I'm going to play honestly, a game of solitaire. Hold on. Give me a second. It honestly <laughs> kind of ruined the experience for me. Mm-hmm. Because like it was like this this big epic thing, which by the way, Omnicore One is freaking oh, phenomenal. Love it. Um, yep. I can't stress that enough. I mean, it, for for single player content, it's it's extremely extremely well done. It's very replayable. Hundred percent voice acted, which is I think a big deal. Yeah. 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 It, it's 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 fun to kind of see little things that you might have mixed, missed, or you know, quest things that you've. And that, the caretaker's like, hilarious. Like that whole time, is, I laughed yeah. so many times. He's the guy's phenomenal. I mean the. I think Caretaker probably is their best character that they've designed so far. Agreed. Um, but like, it just it ruined the whole kind of pacing of the 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 the, the content. Like, I was like really excited, and then it just kind of went but okay. But I but felt like that's a minor gripe personally, but I do see the gripe. Uh, I I, I well, thought it went pretty fast in general. My it's actual... my job to gripe minorly, so come on. <laughs> That's why we have us all on. But uh, I actually right. liked, I liked the, uh, I guess for lack of a better term, the meta joke on the Datascape Raiders and Raiders in general. Every time mm-hmm. they, every time they phoned into the Datascape team, there's always some little quip about the team. Like, yeah, that was my favorite that was part brilliant. of it. That was that great. was brilliant. What was it? The moving platforms are a sign of. Uh, um... 
uh, was it not evolution, but it was like natural selection, natural selection. selection. <laughs> and then, and then it closes up and it goes and comes back and goes, uh, Draken just fell, proved my point. Like it was fucking <laughs> hilarious. It was, you, it's if really you, good. If you haven't done Omnicore, like seriously, just, uh, it's worth doing. And it's a it's good so, challenge too. It, it's so much fun. I had a great time. I've done, like I said, I've done it a bunch of times and I've enjoyed it every single time that I've done it. And, it, it, the gear drop, depending on how far you did on the previous uh, uh, drop, will depend on if the gear is actually an upgrade or not. Mm-hmm. If not, it, it could be a costume piece for you guys. The gear that dropped uh, was good, and it was for me because I didn't have the best gear. It was almost an upgrade, like it was right on the cusp. But I was like that, um, I, you know. So I, I didn't take it. But I'm hoping for better drops next week because each week you get a new, you get a new drop. So yeah. I, I'm really excited about that. I just kind of want to also say that in terms of like the way the drop was handled, so damn smooth. Like yes. it was what yeah. two, three hour downtime when most of the population was sleeping. Sorry, EU. I know that was during your your peak time, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, like it's a fact of life for EU. I mean, Cougar games. has just done a phenomenal job at just making sure that everything runs just extremely smoothly, and it's it's. I, we haven't really seen that before in an MMO, to be quite frank. I mean, hmm. like if if we look at other games, which which I assume we'll get into eventually, but Dude, it's just yeah, AC Unity, Halo, and World of Warcraft, and World of Warcraft had a rough week. It, it it's just it it amazes me that if you have the right people in the right team, your game, no matter what the PR is saying about it, it's it's always going to go well. So I mean, props to Cougar and his team for getting drop three just solid and and the list of uh bug fixes that people have been reporting uh if you go onto the official forum page it is most definitely being decreased slowly but surely yeah, yeah. i think there's one i think uh, there i'm sorry i apologize there was one other bug that i found if i am mounted and i change my gear while i'm mounted the uh, gadget gear sometimes doesn't appear or it just flashes yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of big bugs, biggest bug of my, and my personal biggest pet peeve of the drop was the quality of life change for telegraphs. You could change your color. Problem was every time I logged out and logged back in, the color reverted back to default and it saved none of my colors. Really? Which that's irritated odd. the fuck out of me. There's no save yeah, options. Annoying. It is. And I gave up. I'm like, you know what? I'll stay with the default, even though I'm not a big fan of the color palette changes. I liked having you know a white for myself and a, a bright orange or yellow to see the danger and whatnot. Yeah, but uh, I didn't have that problem though. That, that sucks. It still won't, it still won't fix me. I think me, it's so your, I, I think it's your shitty computer. Yeah. <laughs> my <laughs> shitty computer is definitely a big problem. But yeah, I mean, me, and you're comparing that to AC Unity issues and the Halo Halo issues and the World of Warcraft. Oh my God, we're gonna move on from there. But on it, it got so bad that other streamers playing those three games. We're mentioning any. I know Tally definitely mentioned. You know what? Fuck it. I'm this close to playing Wildstar, and the chat kind of exploded. <laughs> like, sure, Wildstar hype. Let's fucking do it. And I'm like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. But they, they were mentioning I mean, it. It's uh, like, um, are we going to talk about Warlords of Draenor later on in the show? Possibly. We got a lot to get through this week. Okay, cool. I, so I let's think, do that. I first. think we should move on, and I think uh, we should pimp why you're on the show because yes. he loves us. No, he's got something coming up. You mean you're using us, you son of a bitch? (laughs) Hey, you you use me all the time, so. I do. I mean, 
<laughs> you Shh, no one's supposed to know about that. <laughs> the weird part is, is the way Krug uses you is is, is a photo he has on his on his phone. <laughs> oh, but... God, that's so wrong. So what's uh, happening, uh, Baz? What's what's going on? So uh, wow, Krug, that's like that's like the most genuine you've ever asked me a question. That's <laughs> I appreciate that's how you that. Know he's not paying attention. <laughs> he has okay. no clue what the fuck's going on. So what is happening? Uh, so uh, this Saturday and Sunday, that'd be November twenty second and twenty third at two p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time or eleven a.m. PST, we are going to be having a one versus one tournament hosted on the server Warhound. Uh, both Exiles and Dominion will be allowed to participate, and uh, we're going to have a lot of prizes. The prize pool is glo- glo- growing exponentially. Um, I know that the Dominion side has at least five plat that's been uh, donated so wow. far. Hopefully, nice. those those donators will actually come through. I haven't asked actually asked for any of the prize money until uh, the day of or day uh, before the tournament. Just just you know, just in case someone can't afford something or something. Because I'm poor too. I I understand what it's like to like. Here's five plat, and then go. Oh, I really needed that piece of gear, Tam. Um, <laughs> But uh, it's it's going to be called Thanksgiving because you know we're in the, we're in the month of Thanksgiving and um, actually it's it's funny uh, someone from the community of Gigantic uh, Greg who's one of the programmers at Motiga um, actually came up with the name and um, Doc actually you you did the artwork for it which uh, turned out really really well I did a teaser so, and then I'm also doing the UI that we're going to be streaming with yeah. So um, if you haven't signed up, guys, go and sign up now. It's a 25 gold entry free, which is really easy to do. Just do a couple dailies and, and you're there. Um, uh, the rules are really simple. Everyone has to duel naked except for a PvP blue level 50 entry weapon. And uh, no runes, no, no anything fancy. That way we can't have, you know, 1,800 gear players versus, you know, someone that's like, I want to do a dueling tournament. I have PvE gear on. Um <laughs> All you gotta There's, do is it's like, well, how much is how much prestige is it for the basic blue weapon? Uh, I honestly, if you just grind for like a couple hours, you should have enough. It's it's like a thousand a hundred. It, it's um, a it's prestige eleven hundred. Yeah, okay. 1100. Yeah. So it, it's it's cheap. It's 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 affordable. I figured that you know that's probably the best piece to do because you have to have your weapon. You can't just you know punch each other. So we're really legitimately boring. going other than Esper's, skill and Esper's and can like, go without weapons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. So we're technically yeah. going off more pure skill, and then also your ingenuity with your loadout. Yep, I mean I've I've tried to make it as balanced as possible. There's still people coming up with ideas, and their roles will change, obviously. But um, this is really to kind of help the PvP community kind of see that you know the scene is extremely small, and you know battlegrounds, war plots, and arenas don't pop as much, and the balance isn't really that great. But I mean, the, the community is doing a really good job at making sure the scene scene stays alive. Uh, Warhound Events is doing a great job at, at kind of keeping all the uh, correct, um, what's the word, events and coordination kind of going with War Plots Weekly and all this other fun stuff. So it's just another way that the community is helping Carbine kind of keep their game alive until until they can kind of stabilize things. Um, so th- that that's what's happening this weekend. Yeah, and so I think we're I, also live streaming it as well, right? Yes, we are. So I can't join you this weekend because Krug and I have a work event that we're doing. But uh, I would like to actually donate a plat uh, to the Dominion side, uh, Victor. Okay, sounds good. Um, yeah. Just uh, send it to my in-game tune. To and, to your uh, Dominion side one. Dominion, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, done. And then I, I've I've got the UI going on. I would love to help cast it. Uh, if if there's if uh, we have no other one else doing for the no one else doing it for the Dominion side, 
And then I've also got a plot with a ring ready to go too, so. Yep, yep. Uh, we have a lot of uh, other community members as well kind of stepping up and saying, hey, I'd love to help out. So uh, I've been really kind of blown away at the community support so far. So you guys are doing a great job at just kind of being being part of the community. So good job, community. We're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and just to reiterate, signups end on November 19th. Uh, that's this Wednesday, correct? That's this Wednesday. Yes. So when the podcast comes out on Tuesday, hopefully, which should happen, you'll have 24 hours when you hear this to still sign up. Now, is that EOD, is that end of day on the 19th, or is that, like, on the 19th, your SLL? It's it's whenever I feel like closing up signups on Wednesday. <laughs> signups end when Baz decides that he doesn't want to do it. He just it gets anymore. to work and says, fuck it, end. Well, and, uh, we generally, will... oh, what's, what's probably going to happen is I'm working on the official, like, final announcement. The trailer's going to come out on Wednesday, so when that happens, I'll probably close signups. Okay. But um, you'll probably have a couple hours during during the Wednesday days to, to sign up. But I I think that most people that have already signed up want to sign up. So um, I know the Dominion's going to have a really big turnout. Um, Exile's not as willing to sign up for some reason. So I, I guess they're just chicken. So considering oh, well. Exile has some of the stronger PvP guilds and players, yeah, that's surprising. Mm-hmm. Come on, Exile, step it up. It well, is odd. We will post the uh, forum link so where everyone knows where they can uh, sign up and join and and all that good information. So hopefully we'll get a couple extra people, both Dominion and Exile side, to uh, get this going. Sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. Stuff that stuff instead of stuffing turkeys, you can stuff chewas. I like that idea. <laughs> ew. That's really gross. <laughs> Only you went there. That was not yep. sexual until you Super went there. Ew. That's Moving on. From the gross. (laughs) So we had the Nexus report come back for the Defile. We got a whole bunch of cool little things. And Donatelli showed up, and Cougar showed up, and Pappy showed up. And we got a few little cool tidbits going on, which I'm excited for because some of the stuff we might have seen, some we might not have seen, some stuff we never heard of, too, even we haven't heard of. And we're like, what the, what, what? This is cool. So people asked, you know, everybody everybody questions, and Donatelli spearheaded a few of them to the point where even Tony got a little uh, uncomfortable. So someone asked, which is, which is funny to me because like Donatelli can do whatever the fuck he wants, and yeah. like Doc getting or not Doc fucking uh, <laughs> Doc Tony, Tony I... getting Tony getting nervous sitting there going like oh, oh my god I'm gonna get in trouble by you <laughs> like yeah. like anyways keep going actually Sorry. he was he was afraid of getting hit with the Nerf gun because no one's gonna Nerf gun Donatelli. No. They're gonna, they're gonna miss on purpose. Leak something, they shoot Tony in the eyes. Why? <laughs> <laughs> what did well, I do? Glasses, so it's okay. Uh, so someone asked, you know, what's going on with the other races and why? Or like, you know, is there anything else past Nexus? And there's a good chance we might actually be seeing some homeworlds in future it or in future drops. Uh, we might even go past Farside and see other parts of the universe, which also ties into Lormageddon. Uh, a free trial is supposedly in the works and happening, which is really cool. They didn't, they didn't elaborate much else past that. There's going to be some new tools to help out guilds. And if also going with guilds, they're going to be talking about some more guild housing options. They didn't say anything concrete. They said they're looking into it. They want to work on possibly doing either a guild hall or a guild neighborhood. They're still trying to figure out all little kinks there. Drop 5 actually going to have some more stuff talking about that in housing. And a spectator mode for PvP is actually going to be possibly happening. 
I was, uh, I, I honestly almost jumped out of my chair in excitement when Donatelli was like, yes, it's being worked on soon, TM. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, that, yes. Was, that was great when he said that on there. He, he like, there was a bunch of questions and, and they're like, all right, we're going to close it off. And Donatelli just like stops. He's like, uh, I just want to answer this. Uh, we are working on spec Turner mode on, uh, for PVP. Yeah. And it was like, wait, yeah, it was a nice has, little, oh, like, the way he, the way he he did it though, like he was adamant about letting people know that it's gonna mm-hmm. happen, which means that they're like legitimate. Or, I mean, that's how I feel. Like how he was talking about it, like makes me feel that he was like, this is a priority, which is fucking crazy to which me. Which also I, means they're really dedicated to try, to getting the balance good on PvP. Because yeah, why put it on spectator okay mode if the game won't be balanced to show it off? Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I mean uh, it, it's. It it definitely kind of made me go, okay, well, maybe this is, you know, still worth putting time into, which um, is is good because I think the PvP scene definitely needs a hug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Needs a little loving. And yeah. then to top all that off, someone asked about new kinds of zones, and they said that zero-G environments and aquatic environments are also possibly happening. Obviously, nothing concrete. That's all subject to change. But the fact that they were able to talk about this and admit ad, – well, not admit – but show off some of their possible plans is pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really and awesome. Speaking of that, everyone's like, oh, my God, the file drop happened. Oh, my God, World of the Dreamer happened. Oh, my God, Thanksgiving and Christmas happened. Well, to compensate, Wildstar is now 40 bucks. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Boom. It's, <laughs> 40, a, it's a third off. 40, 40 for the normal version and 55 for the deluxe, which is awesome. I mean, that hopefully – I mean, it's not a huge price drop, but I really do hope that that it's gives the opportunity. Yeah, it, let's hope that gives the opportunity for people that couldn't necessarily or wasn't sure about joining. Uh, I, I I do this: uh, buy it and never go on Reddit before. Just just yeah. just buy it. Yeah, <laughs> just go, just try it. If you have a friend that's that's gonna get on, like I'm not telling a girlfriend about subreddit at all. Just going to straight <laughs> up just get the game. It's one of those things where people are like, "Why don't you just make it free and and do that?" I'm like, "No, no, they don't have any kind of free to play option there." This yeah. $40 price shop was smart because, one, it's the holidays. Mm-hmm. Two, yeah. they knew that they wanted to still be competitive with the top games and actually puts them back in competitive range. And mm-hmm. three, it's this on top of the way that we're reacting as a community to drop three and, unfortunately, the way people are reacting to other games at the moment. Well, that's why I was going to ask. pretty good position. I was going to ask, do you guys think that maybe one of the reasons why they decided to do that is because the poor performances of uh, Warlords of Draenor? Like that it's... They did it way before that happened, though, didn't they? they a did. little before, yeah. Not they, too they, far. They did it the week, the same week. They did it this week. But it was yeah, before. They, I, it, I think it was planned for Drop 3 and also planned for the holidays as well because that was their kind of big push. Drop 3 and Drop 4 was their, like, we're getting people back into this. Pretty sure yeah. it was before. Yeah, I, okay. So it was so then, before. So then it wasn't they it wasn't it wasn't because of that, but maybe it was an opportunity that they placed there and going, "Hey, instead of buying that new expansion, you could pay less money and play this awesome game." Wait, Warlords of Draenor cost the same amount as Wildstar actually. Box? Yeah. Wow. Their standard edition was actually 50. It's 50. like 60 or 70 for the collectors. Uh, Guild mm-hmm. Wars is still about 40 for their standard. Uh, and if we're talking about like uh, deluxe editions, seventy for Draenor. I think it's like sixty-five, seventy for Guild Wars Two. It's sixty bucks almost for DCU. So it's still a good competitive price range for box sales, and people will see that when they go shopping. Uh, they'll. I think honestly, this is kind of a nice way to build momentum back up for them. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, like in, in terms of the price drop, you know, I, I'm, you know, the, the the cynical side of me is like, okay, well, what do I get for purchasing the game full price? But I mean, that's not really fair because everyone everyone does that. Like, I purchased what prototype for full price, and you know, a year and a half later, it's on sale for twenty five dollars. It's like, okay, do I get anything cool? No, because no. <laughs> no, no, you, no you don't. Sales work. This, this is how. This is what you gained. You gained five months of gameplay before anyone else did, and you are part of the community that is making the game better. Boom. Yeah. On top of that, you get little cosmetics stuff that no one else will get. So, Squirk hat, no one else gets it from here on out. The that's uh, true. The new Lawrence of Arabia hat that's not in the game yet. You get that. No one else has gotten it yet. You get the beret. No one else has gotten that yet. You get the rest in peacemaker coconut monkey. No one else will get that from here on out. Uh, I think the spaceship's the only thing they do really get. You already show. You already spaceship. Show you no, get the spaceship sp- was only a pre-order. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I, was it pre-order? Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah. The deluxe edition. What are they getting then? They're getting. You get the Elden hoverboard, the Elden dies, and the Elden costume, I believe. Which, by the way, Elden hoverboard, one of the ugliest hoverboards in the entire game. It's awesome. I think it's For Elden stu- architecture yeah. is very subjective. It is. It, it's it's all personal opinion based. Yeah. Like I love Marauder <laughs> stuff personally. <laughs> My subject is better than your subjective. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the Marauder. Hold on, hold on. The Marauder stuff I think is fucking beautiful. I really love the Marauder stuff. I think it's really yeah. well put together and it, it's gritty. It's got a theme to it. And I get that the Elden stuff has a theme to it and, and, and the direction it's going. I just, I don't know. You guys are right. It's 100% personal opinion about it. I, I think it's so. Poop, so Poopy. kind of going back to what Pappy kind of hinted at, um, like possibly leaving Nexus to go on to different planets and stuff. I am super excited about that. Yeah. Uh, mainly because yeah. I, I, I really want to visit the Granak homeworld because, you know, they're rock people. And that, so that's much like, Lord happened that there. That's cool to me because, I mean, who doesn't want to go visit where the thing came from? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they actually do because let's be honest here. Now that Drop 3 has happened, I, I truly and honestly believe that Drop 3 was kind of like a reset button for them where it was, okay, well, we're going to put out this awesome content. We're going to fix a crap ton of stuff, and then we're going to keep moving forward and seeing how the community reacts. And the community's reacted very positively so far. Yeah. And even then, like you're saying, going off world and going off even beyond Farside, the possibilities for the Granok are quite awesome. Same thing with the Arn and their own whole home world. Same thing right. with uh, the Mordash, same thing with the, the Chua. Going back to those worlds, especially the Granok, puts some really cool uh, uh, really cool lore situations and cool conflict. I mean, honestly, you're right. It's I'm going back to the Granok. It really is the Granok. They're, out of everybody except for the Mordash, their homeworld is still mostly intact, mm-hmm. and most of their culture is still there. And both so- sides have a reason for being there. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think every location that they're going to go to is going to be war-torn between the uh, Dominion and Exiles? It or do you eventually. Think I mean, even, even, of course, so going to the Lord Magadon, which we'll get to later, there's a lot of inhabitable planets that they had mentioned. Mm-hmm. They'll obviously create some kind of conflict there, but mm-hmm. in already already in the current lore that we know, the Groundhog homeworld is rife with it, even even sure. against yeah. themselves. Sure. Now, I wonder, I wonder 
that would probably explain a lot more about the lore with the Dominion. The fact is that the Dominion have the numbers and have the power that they could literally come to Nexus and destroy everyone. But if we sit there and say, oh, well, we're also still on the Granok homeworld. We're also on Orin homeworld. We're also like and, – and and show how many locations that we're, we're at and we're trying to take over and trying to deal with. That would mm-hmm. explain greatly that we are a massive army and we are significantly stronger than everyone, but we're just stretched really far. Yep. in everywhere so that i mean that would i think that would put more dominion and, and going to these uh exile home worlds would make it significantly um uh more in depth on the dominion side so let's just go into lormageddon since we're already talking about it and okay. uh, we thought we were done with it and uh, pappy said no we're just getting started and they said okay here's some more lore but we're talking about general world building lore this in this patch of lormageddon and that's what I'm getting at is that, you know, they had the off-world stuff they said. They talked about, you know, what's up with – how do they get around in the space of Wildstar? What's up with the religion and the Dominion? Uh, even what's going on with uh, Rotostar and his clones. Yeah. It is so nice to see them build stuff on the kind of fringe elements of the game that you would assume a, t- a team would only give a little bit of thought to. Like, say, um, the Sword Maidens of Cassis. Um, mm-hmm. the, the idea of um, other habitable planets, because you obviously do see other alien races, and it's obviously mm-hmm. won't be all of them, but how many habitable planets are there in this galaxy? And even then, like they, they actually go through that and say, you know, the closer you get to the center, there's more of them. But even then, you have the fringe, which is, if you listen to Firefly, I'm kind of hoping for a Reaper kind of style storyline. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that would be really cool. The most yeah. blatant like, yeah, throwback yeah, ever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, it'd be awesome. Just a fringe of marauders that are even more fucking schizo and crazy. Wait, you're telling me oh. meeting a cowboy space person as your first character in the exile team isn't a direct correlation okay, to Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fine. Fine. But it's it's really cool. They've already already expanded on stuff like that and uh, it's it's a, it kind of gets the mind racing cuz you now if you think about it, the seeds are there for other additional content, what they can bring in and what can they do and what right. are they going to touch on? It, I I loved this more than the class lore drops. Well, I'm actually pissed about this drop, actually, this Lormageddon drop, because really? uh, they didn't talk about the lop. And that's that's the one yeah, and the reason why yeah. there's so many races that, that aren't playable that they didn't touch on. And I, was I don't really, really care sad. about the lop, though. What? You leave. Do you want to hear about Protostar? <laughs> Uh, Protostar, I'm actually really interested in because yeah. it kind of reminds me of like Star Wars and like the Clone Army and that kind of stuff. Yeah, except so, for like, the bureaucratic. Exactly, which is awesome. I mean, like it's it's a really interesting topic, and and I feel that it'd be really cool to kind of go into kind of how the guy came up with the idea and why he like obviously he did it for money, but from my understanding, it's literally just one guy that cloned himself a bunch of times and then runs this giant company. Yeah. But hold even on, he was on, smart enough on, to not go with the complete one for one clone remake, which right. makes. Yep. What are you gonna say? You, you. What did he do it for? Oh, well, he did. For he did, no, no, no. money. No, 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 Baz. What did he do it for? I'm. I'm not doing the voice. No. Oh, come on, do the voice. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so I. You even, I want to see. So many cool ideas for stories and quests that are beyond just kind of like funny quests that are that are still good. I'm like the boy band quest and in, in Defiles cute, uh, fun. so funny. But uh, just knowing that we could probably have this epic Roto Star 
content that you wouldn't think of sounds pretty cool. Like, yeah, I, I, I love I love the the Dormageddon drop. So Pappy, well, keep I mean, like bringing them. The Rotostar games are going to be out uh, in drop four supposedly. So, I mean, yeah, that's cool. I I'm I'm really interested in seeing what they're going to do with that. And I mean, there's just like you guys said, there's there's so much possibility of stuff. Yeah. The judges. I didn't even think about the judges. Exile judges oh, yeah. are so fucking badass just reading about this. Like, uh, okay, we, we got to move on from that because I, I can kind of pick apart this Armageddon personally. <laughs> so this is nothing related to anything else. We're getting into the big topics in just a little bit. But as a little bit of a filler, clean your palate before we get into the heavy stuff. This week, two people put up a Storm Talon's Lair speedruns, a medic mm-hmm. and a spellslinger. They both F-F. did it in under two and a half minutes. The F-F. medic version even had a wild star rap in it as the background music. Yeah. <laughs> even if you don't care about the speed runs, just go listen to the wild star rap. It's hilarious. It's I awesome. Love that thing. And they're both insane. Yeah. Utterly insane. Nonsense. Wait, are you are you guys talking about the Be a Star song? That um um I think it was um the Littlewood did when the game first was announced. Impossibly. Is that the rap you guys are talking about? The, it's like, the Be it's a like Star a song, rap, yeah, yep, yep, yeah, yeah. He did that um, just before the game released, and uh, it got like a hit. Like it really helped the the game kind of hype go go really far. It so was cool. I've it, never it's heard it's that a rap. great song, great song. Yeah, all, all I know is those two players the the path they took to deal with the mobs, and they're planning on when to go on moments of opportunity. The spell slinger, especially, I think. I think that's a slightly more impressive, considering how squishy it is. Either way, go check those out. We'll put links in the description. I want to see who can top those or do this, something just as amazing, or if even mm-hmm. it's possible for the classes. So, um, Stalker, no. Warrior, no. Engineer, maybe. And, uh, and Esper, probably, yeah. Um, Stalker, possibly with the whole um, tanking thing, but it was nerfed really hard this patch. Um, but the self healing help a lot. It. <sighs> It would, but it depends on how well that would actually work, though. I mean, you would have to have a pretty specific gear set to really kind of take advantage of that. And and you have to realize that you have to have multiple targets for the self-heal to really work. Because it, yeah. it's if, if you're fighting against a single target, then you're only pulling health from that one target. So it, it's, it's doubtful. I mean, the best thing about the Stalker is that you can just kind of stealth through 90% of it. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. That's true. That's true. I mean, it was interesting to see like their the the way that they de-aggroed certain mobs and just kind of ran through like certain because uh, I think the the spell slinger skipped the first boss entirely, didn't he? Oh no, he demolished the first boss in like five seconds. Oh, yeah, that's how, <laughs> that's how that's fast burst. In fact, because, called. Yeah. I looked away and then looked back and I was like, oh, he must have skipped the first boss. And nope. <laughs> no, apparently he, he just killed it. Demolished it. You, I just you watch like the beginning of the fight and all of a sudden the bar turns purple and the bar is gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I actually did a uh, Storm Talon run with my guild uh, this week and uh, it was really funny because we were doing stuff and I was like, wait, but there's a mob. Re- oh, there oh. was a mob. You can no no no. You can just skip that mob. Like it was it was really funny. There was a couple mobs where we we're just like, oh hey, uh, there's a mob blocking the final boss. Uh, we have to fight them. Oh no, you can actually just run past them, uh, wait on the other side. Then once the video starts to sh- have that awkward birthing scene, uh, all of the mobs just run back to their places. I'm like, what? I bet. 
All right, whatever. I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't either. Uh, I guess so. Mm -hmm. No, no, come on. So from here on, we've got two big subjects, and I'll have you guys vote on them. We can talk about the fun exploitations that we've had this week. The biggest issue with Drop 3. I want to talk about that a lot. Or datascape changes. Why don't you talk exploits. about both of them? Yeah. Both, <laughs> both. Which one should we do first? Exploits. Exploits. Yeah, talk about the exploits. So I'm going to butcher this, and you guys can feel free to fill me in on everything. Uh, I have I have everything, but maybe not in chronological order. So here's what I was hearing through the grapevine, and here's also what I was able to gather. Heard it through the grapevine. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Wow. So there was something happening in your housing units. Your gardens were not doing their cooldowns or their replenishments at the correct intervals, like as low as 30 seconds, and then a whole new crop was ready. That wasn't good. People realized no. this. People started farming and replanting and farming and replanting. It also didn't help that from what I also gathered, your mineral or your mineral slash thicket slash uh, whatever re uh, relic group was also bugged and giving you stuff way too much. People were farming that and farming that and farming that. If you can kind of guess where this is going, they decided to take that money they're now making, take it to the auction house, take it to the, co the commodities exchange, and buy the fuck out of everything. And cred. And cred. It got cred, so bad. Yeah. Fucking skyrocketed. 30 plat at, at it's, its highest it's point. insane. Honestly, yeah. th that's kind of what it should be price-wise. But I disagree, but let's see. Let's Moving on. <laughs> he disagrees because he hasn't played or he hasn't paid a month because he's been using cred to pay. I oh, like really? it. I, oh, yeah. This will be the first month since launch that I'll actually be paying with my actual money. It must be nice cred. to have money. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, 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 this I'm is, terrible at farming. This is the least active month I've played in the game, and I've been doing other things because of it. If not, I would have had cred like two weeks ago for it. But besides the nice. point, cred got screwed. The auction house got wiped out. People were trying to claim that, oh, they'll never find us, or, oh, they, it's, we didn't know it was an exploit because now it's in the game. and, and Which is, by the way, the worst excuse ever. Yeah. Well, it's in the game. It's in the game. That I mean, it's There is an happen, argument right? for exploits, but to this degree, no. no. Fuck that. You no, know no. exactly what you're doing. It Mr. depends Smiley. on if people have like found it and was like oh wow that's an exploit i probably shouldn't do it and they only do it once but if they continuously do it yeah that's you're you're, you're I cheating get, i give it twice i give it once you do it and then the once second time and once to confirm yeah. you go wait did that's i fair. just oh shit i did like yeah that that is legit that's and, fine and that's where morality things, comes in two things i have to say about it really quick first of all uh the people who think that they're not going to be found are ridiculous. It's like their world. They created that game from scratch. You don't think they're going to have the tools required to find you? Like, you don't even have to put that much work into it. Like, oh, what's Time the stamps? average return on this house or on this on this plot? Uh, it's this much money or this much materials. Oh, this guy got 167 times the normal <laughs> return. I think he might be doing something bad. Oh, and then you go good. and find that person. They, it's their game. It's like trying to trick a deity if a deity exists. <laughs> I, let's not get into religion. I shouldn't have said it's that. It's like putting an orange in front of someone's face and saying, it's not really an orange here at all. Yeah, it's – and, and they're just like – yeah, It's it like is. trying to fool Batman. I mean, come on. <laughs> We're like trying to fool you Batman can't talk about deities. Cave. You think you can <laughs> fool Batman in the Batcave? He's going to kick your ass. Anyways, so the second thing, and you were talking about this, how there's an argument for – uh, exploits and like, oh, they're in the game and blah, blah, blah. 
uh, Mr. Smiley, who is the game support supervisor at Carbine, had a very interesting explanation as to what his counter-argument for this is. And I'm just going to like quote a little bit of what he said. So he said, what is reasonable, you might ask? Well, not every player is a game designer or mathematician, but most can understand, understand the concept of risk versus reward. The more risky or challenging an endeavor, the better the reward should be. The flip mm -hmm. side of that is that the more rewarding an endeavor, the riskier and more challenging it should be. If something is very easy or quickly repeatable in a short time but gives substantial rewards, it's probably not working as intended. Boom! And then he also said, when in doubt, uh, put in a ticket and ask support. Uh, just do your due diligence. And yeah. then if they say – if support says, yeah, that's fine, and you keep doing it, and then later on they're like, that's eh, a bug. You can just hold up your support ticket and say, nope, you told me I could do it. Give me my account back. And they will because they're good people. I mean you'll probably still get your stuff taken away, but they're not going to like ban you for something that they said you could do. Right. I mean – in terms of like exploiting and and you know obviously there's a couple people that got banned and a very More big a and well well known uh, certain guild that did get banned and uh, rumor has it that it was subterfuge gaming that um, took advantage of the exploit and tried to really kind of you know pull a fast one on carbine so to speak and you know my, my kind of whole two cents on that is we have cougar you can't hide from a cougar <laughs> yeah like it's 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 it, yeah, exactly it's 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 literally impossible for you for for that man to miss something i mean he's like one of the most on top technical support developers i've ever seen work on any type of game so he's i mean director, sir. And, you know even, even then it's one i don't thing care to, what he is he's he's just good <laughs> at his job he's he, he's he's carbine's batman let's be honest yeah he, is. he sees everything and he will stop you but even then it's one thing to claim ignorance to an exploit in a combat or, or in a boss battle because even if it's your first few times doing it you might not realize it is an exploit you have grounds or, or right. unless like say the uh the fan and eyes exploit wow way back when or <laughs> and stuff like that like you could claim you can feign ignorance to that you you have a ground to stand on that's the argument of exploits you know how much or how severe or how often is being exploited is it still could an exploit or still right. a part of the game this was not a mechanics exploit this was an economy exploit. There's no fucking right. way that you can go there and tell somebody, especially the community and the game makers, and go, I don't know where all this plaque came from. I'm just that good. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, well they, did, they did turn around and offer anyone going, hey, if you use this exploit, you have 24 hours to come yeah. to us and, and tell us that you did this and gave them the opportunity to be honest and come forth. And you will get a significantly smaller ban. Which I've never seen a studio do. It's, I, I'm, it's I'm okay with though. it. I, I no, I'm it. cool with that. I mean, to be fair, it's needed because their their game's population isn't the best right now. And, and, you know, I think that we all can agree that population for the game is is not as good as it should be. And yep. It's, it's slowly going forward and growing because um, – I've seen a lot of newer uh, newer players coming to the game and a lot of players returning. So Drop 3 definitely did what it was supposed to. But, I mean, in terms of the people exploiting, especially uh, a top guild like Subterfuge, like, why? What? what, what you, you guys are one of the top rating DS guilds in the world for the game. What's the point? Like, it, Like, are you trying to prove that you can pull a fast one or, or something on Carbine. Or... or even then, given how small that the known Datascape teams are, yeah. you have such a bigger spotlight on you. 
I, I just, I, it's honestly, I, I would have rather them just be permanently banned because I don't want those kind of people in the community in the first place. Um, it's it, go back to World of Warcraft or something like go back to a game where the community doesn't even care and it's just it doesn't it doesn't matter like it's now it, I, this it may makes be me angry yeah go ahead this may be rumor but I, I also heard that they got a harder punishment than anyone else that came forth because from what I was told is they got a seven day ban while everyone else that came forth got a seven, hours got a 72 hour one I'm okay with that because yeah. you know quite quite frankly they're they're figureheads in the community. And people look up to them. I mean, they it's, want it's to like, be subterfuge. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's it, it goes along the same lines of Zybat getting in trouble for you know doing the the keyboard. I didn't think this would get me banned, quote unquote thing. Which I mean, he technically was botting. That's what botting is. That's yeah. fine. He got in trouble, and now people that look up to him know, hey, you can get in trouble for this. Don't here's, do it. Here's so, what baffles me, Zybat. Yeah. Got banned because he bought it. Essentially, he knows it. We all know it, and that that's done and done. It was a pretty like cut and dry. We're like, okay, Zyback, right. good for you. Let's get back in and have some more fun. He got banned for so far less than this. How did anyone in Subterfuge just not sit there and go, wait, wait, wait? Remember yeah. Zyback. Remember Zyback. <laughs> uh, honestly, Remember what happened to Zyback? And he did it for back in my day. A, a hard just and having a weight are... on a key. How do you not right. think of that and go, guys, maybe we shouldn't do this? And these guys that are doing these raiding nights and stuff like that, how are they short on plat in the first place? Oh, Just repairs that. are brutal. Yeah, but Doc, you do dailies and you, you pay for your cred every single week. These guys are raiding, getting yeah. high-level gear that's worth legitimate plat. And mm -hmm. you're telling me that these guys needed plat? Mm -hmm. Even with and, expensive repairs, well, it's I, not... I can understand yeah. it because cred is worth game time, and if they like, I don't know. If I don't know, I don't but know. A, I just a realized they the rating guild isn't going to use cred to to pay for their sub fee. They're going to pay the fifteen dollars a month yeah. and use the the money that they earn to buy potions, to stock the guild bank, to get repairs set, to do all this other stuff, to switch specs. To I mean, it's it, like. Usually, when a top guild gets in trouble, it's because they legitimately were retarded. I mean, this happened in World of Warcraft with Insidia and Arthas Heroic. I, I think that. it was Twenty Five Man. I think it was the it group was that got banned. Bug, right? it, um, it was a bug where in the rotation of the rogue, uh, they used engineer bombs, and this would stop the platforms from disappearing. If I remember yep. correctly. <laughs> and, and that was uh, a huge, huge controversy. I mean, it's honestly them getting banned for it didn't make sense because they technically probably knew about it, but because it was part of a rogue DPS rotation, I mean, the the decision was to ban them because they want to make they wanted to make an example out of them, and that was really the only kind of reason for banning i mean if, if it wasn't part of their rogue dps rotation then i'd be like yeah they deserve it but because it was part of one it was just like really kind of weird and controversial at the time that was, but that's i mean where the, the talk about you know do exploits what do you talk about the exploits how do you manage it mm -hmm. that was a mechanics thing that one you technically do have grounds to say like, i didn't realize what i was doing was doing it you know when i did the bomb the platform didn't go away i thought that Again. Maybe the bombs could do that so we're gonna go with it Again, right. after the first time, once, it becomes an exploit. Once it, it once is a did that happen twice is yep that definitely happened three times is an exploit. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
Yes, but if it's part of a damage rotation that yeah. helps you gain maximum DPS, then yeah, that's that's technically Blizzard's fault. That's not that's not yeah, the way to do it anyways. But yeah, yeah. hold on. The, the the thing with the medics that was happening, the emissions that was happening. <laughs> that was beyond three no, times. No, 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 no. <laughs> that that's completely different. Using that macro is part of no one's normal DPS rotation. That is yeah, true. That yeah. was you had to you had to dig for that. That was not an easy thing to do. It was you couldn't once, accidentally do it. It was once discharge. Wait, that's supposed to happen twice. Oh shit, it's happening. Keep using it. Three. Oh fuck yeah, let's do a macro. Four, I don't even thousand <laughs> no, damage. I'm ninety percent sure you had to make a macro in order to get it to work with you any do. reliability. Yeah, you, you do, like, and, and it's, it still it's works. It's legitimately for the like too. I'm gonna go online and search for three hours trying to figure out how to. Oh, that's how I do it. Make the macro. Click. Kill all the people. Deserve your ban. Yeah, right? Those yeah, people. I mean, like, in all honesty, if you're a warrior and you still use macros, don't do it. Because, <laughs> yeah. no, seriously, you can't get banned for, for the auto macro stuff. It's not um, worth it. It's not worth it. Um, the only thing that allows that Cougar said is approved is if it's software on your mouse that, like, you know, a Razer gaming mouse that, comes with comes with stuff. That reminds That's me. fine. Anything else, don't do not do it. That reminds me of like the Super Nintendo controllers or the old school PS1 controllers that had the turbo button feature. <laughs> the turbo button was awesome. <laughs> the cheat button is what I called it, but okay. I, you guys I remember it. playing like old school fighting games and hitting that button and, and finding the most spammy character possible and be like, oh, oh yeah, I have God. no idea how to play this game and you're just destroy that, people. You're that player. I was, oh. I was that asshole. The horrible player? Yeah. Looking at logs of people's rotations Actually, and just seeing like one, six, five, Three, eight, two, four, and then looking at one guy's rotation, it have to be one, 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 one. <laughs> just over one button repeating. This oh. is like this is like the equivalent of someone playing Street Fighter Two and only using M Bison's dash, <laughs> dash, dash. Stop fucking dashing! Oh my god. Mm. Anyways, anyways, the next. What was there a different exploit other than the um, housing one? There was that. There was. Oh my gosh! What else was there? I, I can't remember. Uh, well, no. we can go back and talk about that. The fact is, is that um, characters that did do that, their their stuff was rolled back previously. Yes. Uh, their stuff, not their everyone. stuff. Everyone yeah, was concerned stuff. about a, a, a server wide rollback, which would have really hampered new players and existing players, especially the housing players that oh did all their God. stuff. And so Carbine yeah, had to go out there and said, you know, hey, 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 we know who did it. We have logs. We have timestamps. And we're awesome and good enough to figure out who the fuck actually did it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, if you do see any exploits, people cheating, uh, the email address is theredphone at carbinestudios.com. I have reported so many people for cheating and exploiting, it, it's not even funny. In fact, uh, they have a special inbox that when it comes from his email, it just goes straight into the trash. Yeah, probably. <laughs> there, uh, speaking of exploits, there was uh, the, the the first night I went into Drop 3. Oh, this is right. I, you there was someone using an item. I'm not going to name the item because I, I don't want to promote the exploit. Um, I've already emailed it to Carbine, sent in video. So the, the player's using it. Uh, yeah, y you guys know who you are. You have been video recorded. Um, I, I reported to them, and literally within 30 minutes, they were like, sweet, we're on this. We got it. Thank you so much for, for this. So they will get back to you extremely fast if you put – now, now don't, like, don't name your title. I can't believe this is beeping in, in your game. Fix this beeping crap. Say found exploit something. Don't you know? M make your title professional. Don't be a dick about it. Rule number one. 
don't be a dick. The, be- <laughs> the more concise and polite and professional you are yeah. talking to people, not just in a game sense in general, keep this in mind, boys and girls for life, don't be a dick. That just wasn't be- condescending at all. Oh, I'm totally <laughs> condescending. I fucking hate when people do that in the games. Don't be in an life. indigo. Don't be an indigo, guys. <laughs> I will only so, tolerate one in my life, and I got him right here. <laughs> so anyway, so what would happen is they would they would come out, stun me, have some sort of uh, macro that casts this item of like a thousand times. My screen would lag, go from 120 FPS to about three, which that takes a lot to to do, and. I would just die. I think I took 107,000 damage Jesus. in the course of a second and a half. And I was just like, okay, that was new. I was like, okay, cool. So someone found some sort of weird exploit, whatever. It happened to me four more times by four different people. And I was like, mother, you stupid wow. jerk. Wow. So so luckily Baz records all of his gameplay footage because I have eight terabytes of hard drive space and I have nothing else to fill it up with. <laughs> Porn. And... Maybe no, a suggestion. no. 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 Well, that's on my other non-gaming computer. Oh, God. That one has about 30 terabytes of space. <laughs> and, and it moves at a fucking snail's pace. Right? It does. It does. So many Trojan horses on that computer, man. But it's, it's funny because um, if, if, you, if, if you're able to, to send them, like, video footage or screenshot footage, that's something that can really help them because it'll allow them to not only look at the data from a visual standpoint – but it'll help them track down the player a lot better because they'll have physical evidence. Because I know that there have been times where, like, you can report someone and they say, "Well, I didn't do that." They're just, you know, you know, their word against his, and they can be like, "Here's a video, you guys. You enjoy your ban, or you know, here's a <laughs> screenshot, or whatever." I love that sweet, sweet justice. I do, I do. Um, was, so those are the exploits. We'll just, we'll end it there. Yeah. We have one more big thing to talk about for the week. And everyone, if you've been living under a rock. Enjoy this piece because this is something that is surprising even for us to a degree. No, uh, not so, really. No, no, it's such to, a fucking to a great tiny decision. to a tiny degree. I mean, can't I'm say anything. I'm not sure I called this. I think everyone did. Everyone I'm called it. It was I called this on the, specu- the, the speculation was when it would happen, not That's so much that it was happening. That's yeah. Cool. And that, well, we still don't know when it's going to happen. We just exactly. know that they said it's going to. I mean, so this oh. is kind of what we did last week. So let's get right into the, right into this. Data escapes now going twenty man. Woo! <laughs> anyone not anyone here not excited about that? No, no, I'm excited for it. Everyone's excited about it, and I'm going to be excited for you if you're not. And in case you're curious, <laughs> said very plainly and boringly by Cruz, <laughs> I will be excited for you. And in case you're curious, attunement has not been adjusted. Correct. You still have to do a tournament, so don't be like, oh my god, press change ever! It just means that you now have less... So, okay. Here's less the thing, roster right? boss. R- less roster boss, yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. And a lot of a lot of people are talking about their guilds, they're forming up for Datascape, but now we have an AV, uh, an a- essentially a JV team and, and, a, and a B team. I, personally, I think it's a good change. Yes, you're going to have the initial surge of, group, of guilds breaking up and splitting off and forming sister teams or sister guilds or straight up I, I competition. Mean- do you really need to split guilds to have? No, you, you don't. No. Yeah, don't. exactly. Have so, do circles or something like. Well, it's... I mean, you can have like five. You can have five groups of people in the same guild mm-hmm. being able to run the same instance. It's not like, oh, you're part of this guild. You're locking out everyone else in your guild to do this. It it doesn't work that way. So I don't really think that 
their guilds are going to separate based off this. I think it does promote smaller guilds to exist if they didn't exist previously because they couldn't get their 40-man numbers set. But I still think it's a fucking great, great decision on Carbine's uh, side. I mean, they were yeah. definitely listening. Everyone was talking about it. No yeah. one was enjoying the the roster boss. Everyone that was in the, uh, in there was really enjoying it. And the thing, the fact is, is that that is a really, really awesome, very large portion of the content of the of the game currently. And the fact that less than one percent of the gamers were actually able to see it or be a part of it. Mm-hmm. This isn't going to increase it to 100%. It's still going to be difficult to find 20 yeah. people, and it's still going to be difficult to actually make it completely through. But it's one less challenge before you actually get into the content to make it one. Right. And I think you missed an important word, one less unnecessary challenge. Yes. That adds nothing to the game, the the 40. I mean, I, I this is coming from someone who never saw 40-man content as 40-man content. But just the the unnecessary unwieldiness of that number of people, I, I don't feel like it added anything to the game. I feel like the the amount of collaboration that you need to have to get 20 people working towards the same goal and having the coordination to get X player to X position with X person supporting them. With 20 people, that seems like plenty of a logistical challenge to me. Yeah. 40 people, unnecessary, plus the population for it isn't there, the, the skilled players for it aren't there. It's just... I think 100% a good change. I don't see any problems with it whatsoever. There yeah. are people that are upset that because they're saying that you're going to take away the fact that 40-man raids were difficult and we're allowing it uh, for the top level. And then they were begging, uh, at least on the forums, there were people begging to keep 40 and 20-man. You know, hey, don't get rid of 40-man. Just inc- just add a 20-man. And, and Carbine actually came back and said – uh, we're not going to do this, and the reason we're not going to do that is because we want to keep one raid size, yep. and we want to make it e- across the board so that we're not having to have weird itemization issues because with 40 yep. mans, drops yep. have to increase, and then 20 mans have to decrease, and then you have and to if have that's the-, the case, the players are going to be complaining because then they ha- they feel like they have to go to 40 man to get the best gear for it. Right. Yeah, it- it's or to have a chance at getting gear, maybe. And look, like, I, okay, I actually so, liked the idea of the forty man. Right. I don't, I, and I know people were like, "Well, I called it. The game is dead." I'm like, no, it's <laughs> their main reason was not to get people. Their main reason was not like a petty reason. It was like, look, the content needs to be experienced, and we had assumed mm-hmm. it was going to be through this avenue. It's not, so we're going to make it through this avenue. And the pure reason was, we have good content. Players are not seeing it. This is a big reason why. So now let's get them to see it. It wasn't. It, for at least from from my angle, it was a good reason to make the change. I feel a little torn. I would have loved to see Forty Man in time. I probably won't before it drops in uh, in one point two, which is essentially drop four. But whatever, I, I'm cool with I'm cool with Twenty Man. Okay, so from from a coming from a perspective that um, I did super hardcore Forty Man rating in World of Warcraft, um, and then we did the you know split off to twenty five mans. And what we did is we just had two raiding groups. And, yeah, it was a little bit um, disappointing to not raid with certain people because, you know, you you develop relationships. You you develop those kind of personalities. But um, a lot of people are suggesting to switch out the roster every week and just kind of switch up groups and making it a little bit more challenging, which is fine. But um, to endgame progression guilds like Enigma, like Subterfuge, like... Um, what's I don't know any other ones. I'm sorry, but to to, to those guilds, 
you you don't want to mess with the chemistry. way that people yeah the, the chemistry thank you the, the way that people play together now in in Carbine's defense this is a fantastic change one because like Krug said getting 40 people together is awful and a pain in the ass and you know it's always fun waiting on three people and there's 37 people waiting to go and there's like okay well our tank and two main healers are still pooping so <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's wait a little bit i mean it's it, it it's a pain in the ass so roster bosses right now definitely is a problem um there really is no challenge when it comes to the amount of people in a raid because Carbine's going to be able to take that 40 man and make it just as challenging in a 20 man setting. And arguably, if they ever go to 10 man, that's still the one of the most challenging aspects of an MMO because if one person dies, you're generally screwed because you're you're now down to nine people, which generally is not going to do a, you know, it, it's going to have a larger impact than say if five people died in a 40 man. And, you know, you can still probably kill the boss. It's not going to be a big deal. It's also deal. a little easier for Wildstar in the sense that, unlike, say, a game, I'm going to go right into WoW, is they have, what, how many classes? Like, eight or ten classes? Something like that? So we have uh, the Monk, the Death Knight, monk, the death warrior, warrior, the Rogue, Warlock, Rogue, Priest, priest warlock, Paladin. Paladin. Hunter. That's it. So I, Hunter. I, I bring this point up, Krug, because you have about eight to ten <laughs> classes. Now, when you have 20 people that you, gotta, that you have to have a raid for, it gets difficult to create raid content. And like I've said before, Blizzard mentioned this because you can't assume that every class is going to have – or every raid group is going to have the necessary player right. to meet that challenge. With only having yep. six classes right now, it, it makes it far more easy for Carbine to say, oh, they're going to have most likely at least one medic in there. So <laughs> you might be able to pull an extraction for this reason. Or you, you're, you're going to have your, a very high chance at 20 people, you're going to have at least one spell slinger to help with breaking CC at this rate. It, it makes balancing a little easier as well. If raid sizes diminish or if number of classes increase, that throws another wrench into the rating, which could be an issue. But for right now, with six classes and 20, 20 people, there's a good chance you're going to see at least one of every class, which will help balancing future raid content as well. It's, I, it's honestly not going to be a big deal. I think people are overreacting and just need to stop. I, I I never thought of that point, and I think that's a really good one, actually, class composition versus size of, of content. But uh, I think that's kind of part of the difficulty of raiding is kind of creating that composition that you need in order to get past the raid. And I don't know if raiders, like, switch up their comps partway through the raid in order to get do. the correct composition. Yeah. That yep. would make sense to me. They optimize whatever they need to. So if they got to right. have the Esper go, if they want to even have all the Espers go into DPS mode except for one, they'll do that. Or if they got to have the uh, switch out tanks, that Stalker can now go DPS so the Engineer can come in and do straight up tanking instead. Sure. And I think, I think adding more classes would add that kind of challenge. But I could totally see how changing the size of the content would change the way that they balance stuff like that and potentially if they add more classes down the road kind of make it a little bit more difficult but i think that's a good thing like i think having a little more challenge in the meta of raiding versus the actual you know in game fighting creatures thing is good as long as it doesn't get terribly out of hand like if There's you have an argument for it if you have 21 classes in a 20 slot instance, that's that's silly because you just, oh, do we <laughs> leave behind this one to this one? But I don't think that's a feasible situation. I think there's always going to be enough room for the right number of each class. And, and going into another game that's coming out, EverQuest Nexus is supposedly rumored to have up to 40 different classes. And what? if they decide to do raiding, 
you know, that becomes <laughs> of an issue of, you know, do you bring the player or do you bring the class, which would leave a lot of classes out in the dust. Having it, a... You know, you would think so, but it generally the case is you always want to bring the player if they are a skilled player. Yeah. Um, because, like, if, if if you look at certain raid mechanics or certain classes, I mean, the Stalker is considered to have, like, awful raid utility, but we have some of the, the highest DPS um, once we get gear. Obviously, um, it's I haven't raided since drop three, so I'm not entirely sure what the highest uh, DPS class is now. But, I mean, before that, Stalkers were able to push a lot of DPS, but they never really brought a lot of really good utility because other classes just, just did that so much better. Yeah. So it, it, it really kind of comes down to, okay, this player's extremely good at DPS, so you need him, but this player's just really good at utility but just sucks and never, never, you know, makes it past five minutes of the fight. So it's... It, Generally, in those types of situations, it, you want to bring the player and not the class. Because I, me personally, I would rather have a skilled player rather than someone that can just pop heroic or heroism every every ten seconds. Yeah. Especially and with die. targeting with the, with the telegraphs, I think yeah. this game really states the case for bringing the player. Because I mean, that engineer could pull a fucking threat like no one's business. But if he can't get his <laughs> ass out of the fire, why are we going to have him tank? And I, yeah, I will no, say one true. thing to something I saw on the forums. I don't think I replied to it, but I will say it now. Someone on the forums was talking about how 40-man content was the thing that differentiated Wildstar from every other game, which no, from what I'm hearing now was untrue else? because uh, apparently uh, WoW has 40-man raid content. Didn't know that. Don't really care that wait, much. Wait, wait, wait. My uh, point is MMO with the ranged tank? What other game can we think of that has an MMO with a ranged <laughs> tank that wears heavy point. armor and I'm a giant gun? I'm the smaller things like, oh, okay. you know, the entire combat system. I'm just going to throw that one out there. I think that's the thing that differentiates it from every other game. Mm -hmm. 20 more people in an instance, really, that's the thing you think that's unique about it? I don't agree with that at all. But now, that's just my two cents. Mind you, everyone on that forum post turned around and just went, no, no. <laughs> stop. Just you stop, stop talking. Stop it. Stop, stop talking. talking. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was pretty great. I don't know why that happened, but when Indigo said no, he kind of swatted at his camera, and then the other two of us just started swatting at our cameras. Because that's, that's what I would do. It's I'm like, like camera, no. camera strobe. Stop. Shh. Just, just a, fing a finger <laughs> out to the lips. Just, just shut but, up. But I mean, stupid. there was there was a bunch of forum posts about it, and there were a bunch of people complaining about it. But there was like I want to say ninety percent of the people were actually completely for this change. And uh, the big thing is, is that this is honestly really pushing the larger group of people that um really want to get this content. You know, the fact is, mm -hmm. is that people are really pushing to try to get into Datascape, and people are just bashing their heads against their keyboard because they're so frustrated trying to get in there yeah. because they can't beat that first roster boss and not because they're not skilled not because the players or the content is too difficult but the fact is is that they can't beat that first boss and the 200 some odd people that are really pissed off and are going to leave the game because uh because uh they got rid of 40 man i bet you anything that those 200 people are going to leave and about 400 people are going to come in because it's way way better and more group appealing Amen. And, ba yeah. and Baz yeah. is right, man. With Drop 3 being, in his words, the reset, having this change on top of that, having Augmenter 20 coming in Drop 5, having all the changes in itemization in World of 2.0. And yes, they did mention, hey, if you're going to drop from 40 to 20, what's going on with itemization? Hey, we have that already planned. We'll, like, uh, we're talking about re-itemization of items. We're talking about uh, rebalancing of stuff. We're talking about the new uh, boss-in-a-box stuff. This is going to be 
a good change for them. And they're definitely yeah. that reset is happening and people are starting to take notice. When I first heard about heard about 40 Mans, I was like, okay, cool. Nostalgia trip, this is really cool. Yeah, but then I really quickly realized, holy crap, this is never going to work because honestly, the people that played those stuff and enjoyed it is going to be people like you and me. We have jobs, we have fam- we have families, we have kids, and we don't have time for that stuff anymore. I mean, and and the people that do I mean, you see it. They're having trouble rating now because roster boss. I mean, it's 40, 40 people like th- that's literally like gathering a small concert. Like like think about how how many how many 40 people legitimately is and to to to, to organize, you know, every few days on a specific time. Who who the hell is ever actually on time these days on the internet? And I mean, one one person one person could yep. ruin the whole entire thing. Sitting there going, uh, I really don't feel like it. I had a bad day at work. I'm just gonna. It could I'm, be the main tank. You you're know screwed. what I mean? It could yeah. be your ancillary DPS, and you're still like, fuck me. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, because me? you can't move on without forty people. I mean, you're SOL. I think we've talked plenty about this, and Krug keeps pointing at his hairy wrists, so I assume he's saying that we're running out of time. Possibly, yeah. but as a quick add-on, they're saying, hey, testing for forty or for 20-man rating is going to be coming when we have more information for drop four. They're saying, hey, quote, it's very difficult, not just for players, but for us to assemble 40 people to test these encounters. Uh, blah, yep. blah, blah. They're saying, here we go, quote, it'll be available on PTR in its 20-player iteration as soon as the next drop arrives there. So once... 4.0 or once yeah drop four or patch 1.2 is up on the <laughs> ptr you, uh, you will actually have the ability to test out 20 man rating and see what's changed and honestly i kind of want to see if we can get in there too but that's that oh <sighs> so Woo. i think we have run the gamut of very interesting stuff this week that we can talk about we had baz on to give us his opinion and everything and it's always fun to hear it Yes, it is. Thank you, sir, for coming on. Applause, no guys. Problem. Am I the only one? Gonna... <laughs> you always <No>. are. <laughs> Baz clapped for himself, too. I did. I did. <laughs> Self-gratification <laughs> is, is, is a thing. So um, to reiterate. One, oh, go for it. One quick thing I want to actually kind of ask Carbine to do is please remove the rep grind from attunement because it's stupid and pointless <laughs> and serves no damn purpose. I don't mind or- rep grinds so long as the rewards when you're doing it are worth it. They're not, though. That's the problem. Like, say, free bots and there's nothing to it or the big game hunters. Uh, I I know what you're saying about the rep grind. I I think the rep grind was the least difficult part of all of them. The fact is, is that I can't get past my uh, attunement for uh, uh, bronzing bronzing sword maiden the fact that that's a huge issue still seriously that's yeah. that's sad it's getting a group i don't have a guild anymore so i can't get anybody to get in so fine well, okay so I, i'm leveling a medic we we have three people now we just need to find a tank we have four we have four we need a tank he just totally forgot the other medic <laughs> sorry krug krug krug's Love a medic <laughs> you're a medic i'm sorry krug. doc's a spell slinger and i'm a stalker I kicked your ass in a duel, so I'm not really sure if you're good. <laughs> oh my god, can we Whoa. end this podcast okay, now because so, it's killing me? Yes, so as you haven't heard, Ghost Lineup for Thanksgiving is happening this Saturday, the 22nd of November, and the 23rd of November. It's going to be on Warhound. Uh, check out the notes, it'll sub, uh, sign us, and on the 19th, get in, get there, have fun. Let's go, gang people. As get always, there. this is Doc, and I have with me Indigo. Hey. And Krug. Hey, brother. 
and help close us <laughs> off for the night, Baz. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Not and a problem. Time. This is Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode 21. Have a good time, everybody. <laughs> Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> We're done.